0: There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines.
1: Yes, we have an adversary, and yes, we have the victory. Both truths are a reality for the good soldier of Jesus Christ. We've been studying in Ephesians chapter 6, and in verse number 11 we read, That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. There's the adversary. And in verse number 16, Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. There's the victory. My friend, while you're looking at the adversary, don't forget that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We've talked already about the devil's defiance against God and his desire for us. But today, let's talk about his deceit and his defeat. The devil's deceit is summarized in this little word, wiles, the wiles of the devil. The idea is his, his strategic plan and his cunning devices, we know The first time we're introduced to the devil in Scripture, he comes as a serpent Uh, in that day, a beautiful creature and uh, a subtle creature, one that could uh, slither up and uh, could present itself in a a beautiful way, an appealing way, not a frightening way as we might think of a snake today. Uh, Friend, the devil does the same thing today. The Bible says, no marvel that he be transformed into an angel of light, he's a deceiver. He is a liar. Sin at its heart, at its core, is a lie because it's rooted in the deceit of the devil. In fact, in this same book of the Bible, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 14, we're warned this way, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. The reason we're living in a world filled with deceit is that the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, is the spirit of the deceiver, of the devil. And so, you've got to constantly be sober, constantly vigilant, constantly on guard. When the enemy lets off in one area, very likely, he's strategically coming around the other side. So, be on guard always. Paul wrote to the church at Corinth a great deal about the devil. I think, of course, the church at Corinth is remembered as the carnal church. So much fleshliness that was there. And our flesh is the friend of the devil. I wonder, does the devil have a friend in you today? Does the devil have a beachhead in your life, a place where he can appeal? In fact, in 2 Corinthians, there's a great deal of emphasis on the deceiver and on watchfulness. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 11 says, "...lest Satan should get an advantage of us." For we are not ignorant of his devices. The only way that Satan can get the advantage over us is if we're ignorant. And we say, well, we're not ignorant people. No, but we can be ignorant of his devices. We can miss what he's trying to do. The context of that text, interestingly enough, relates to bitterness and a lack of forgiveness. Did you know that Satan's greatest devices may not be the great weapons you see on the surface, but the hidden ones? Uh, the little landmines that are set for us, perhaps not even sins that are fleshly in the way they come out, uh, but they are sins of the Spirit. They're beneath the surface. Oh, my friend, don't be ignorant of his devices. Don't let the devil get a beachhead in your life. Again, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul said uh, that he was troubled. He was, he was concerned about the Corinthians. Why was he concerned? The Bible says in verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's the same word for a beachhead. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Remember Satan's first sin, the original sin. He tried to exalt himself. Uh, to the high place against God. That's really what all sin essentially does. And so you've got to tear down every enemy stronghold in your own life. If you, if you give the devil a toehold, soon he'll have a foothold, and then he'll have a stronghold in your life. In the next chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter number 11, he says, But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The great warfare is found in the mind. The great battlefield is found in our thought life because that's where the deceiver does his work. That's where he brings his, his sneaky attacks against the believer. And so we must always be on guard for the deceit of our adversary. Oh, but let's, let's hasten to the defeat of our adversary. Uh, you not only have an adversary, praise God, you have the victory. Because the Bible says God has made it so you are able to stand and able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The idea here is that God has made it so that you can be more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. In fact, in the very first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter number 3, God promised that the Messiah who would come, the Deliverer, would have victory over the wicked one. The first promise of the Savior, Genesis 3.15, He said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, speaking to the serpent, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. In other words, he said when the Savior comes, he's going to put his foot, his heel, squarely on your head. I'm glad to report to you that happened in the first coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He had his heel bruised at Calvary, but when Jesus came out of the grave three days later, He came out more than a conqueror. He came out the victor with the keys to death, hell, and the grave. His foot squarely on the head of the enemy. The devil is already a defeated foe. But now wait a minute. That victory is not only Christ's victory. It is becoming our victory. Romans chapter number 16 and verse number 20 says, And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. It's not only true that Satan is under Christ's feet now, but it is also true that soon Satan will be under our feet. How is that possible? Because we're gonna be seated with Jesus Christ. When you and I are with the Lord Jesus, uh, we are uh, with him now positionally, but when we are personally with him on that day, Satan will be under our feet as surely as he's under Christ's feet. We will have complete, total victory over the wicked one. And friend, I'm glad to remind you today that he can be defeated even today in your life as Jesus Christ is allowed to rule and reign in you. Yes, we have an adversary, and yes, we have the victory. Yes, Satan's full of deceit, but yes, Satan is also defeated. You see, the victory is found in the person of Jesus Christ. This is the victory, 1 John 5 verse 4, "...that overcometh the world, even our faith." 1 John 4, four greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So let me encourage you. Take courage for the fight today. Keep pressing on. Be vigilant against the enemy and hopeful to the end. Let me say, when this war is over, all of the soldiers will be at the victory celebration. Isn't that what soldiers fight for? Isn't that what soldiers live for? That at some point the enemy can be cast down once and for all and there can be liberty and freedom. Friend, there's going to be perfect liberty and freedom someday in the presence of Jesus Christ. Satan will be cast into the lake of fire forever. The flesh will be conquered because we'll be made like to the Lord Jesus Christ and be given a glorified body. And the world will be gone. It will pass away. All of the enemies will be gone and our captain will rule and reign forever. Take heart today, my friend. Yes, yes, you have an adversary. But yes, praise God, thank the Lord. We have the victory.
0: Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming, and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then... You may join us online at scottpauly.org, or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauly. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today.